0: Uh, This past Thursday was uh, Thanksgiving in America, an annual holiday for the purpose of giving thanks to our Lord for all that He has done for us. Uh, This holiday was started by George Washington, who gave a speech that I used to have where he indicated that we are a country that believes in God, and we have been graced by God with independence and the ability to rule ourselves. And he has given us this land to live in, and the fruit of the land to be satisfied with. And so he said, we should all give thanksgiving to this God for giving us all these gifts. And Thanksgiving is a non-denominational holiday. It doesn't belong to any religion. It belongs to God. And it's become as important a holiday in the United States as there probably is. And it's interesting about its non-denominal nature because it gives us the insight to see that all people believe in God, no matter what the name of their religion is, and no matter what the form that their practices take, the point being that it's an homage to our Creator, the Creator of all of us. And this thanksgiving, this gratitude for what we have and what we've been given in Arabic is shakur, gratitude. And it's one of the names of Allah. It's one of the qualities, one of the 99 major qualities of Allah. And Thanksgiving is seen in the US as an incredibly peaceful day. And people celebrate this gratitude uh, with parades and marching bands and uh, balloons and all of these kinds of things. Now, the lesson here and it's always important to understand the point, is the reason that you're able to be peaceful on Thanksgiving is because the focus is on gratitude. And when you have a focus on one of Allah's qualities and one of Allah's names, it protects you from all of the things that are not Allah's qualities and Allah's names. For instance, when you have gratitude, there are other things that are automatically excluded. Most of what causes people difficulty is their need, their desire their inclination to believe that they don't have enough, that somehow others have more than them or others have been given more than them or there's been an inequality in the way things have been distributed and their portion is somehow lacking. And because it's lacking, they develop, Certain attitudes and tendencies. And things like anger come out. Anger, why? Because I don't have what I'm supposed to have. Jealousy comes out. Jealousy, why? Because I don't have what I'm supposed to have. Or resentment comes out. Why resentment? Because I don't have what I'm supposed to have. Now, gratitude is quite different than that. Gratitude says, my God, I'm so thankful for what I have. And we forget about what we have and focus on what we don't have. And if we do that, then all of the enemies of ourself and Allah come To visit us. When you're dissatisfied with what you have, resentment comes to visit you. And it's not just in a material sense. People don't get enough respect. People don't get enough honor. People aren't paid enough homage. People are disrespected. And because of that, attitudes (laughs) develop. But for us who are on the path, we have learned that in your difficulty, if you can find one of Allah's qualities to hold on to, it will be the medicine that will do away with all of the qualities that attack you, that pull you away from Allah. And America celebrates one of these qualities. It celebrates gratitude. Gratitude is a, one of the keys to the kingdom of Allah. It's one of the portals. It's a door to the kingdom of Allah. And if you can develop gratitude, you'll also be visited. But you'll be visited by gratitude's friends. And gratitude's friends are patience and love and kindness and sweetness and contentment and peace. Because these are the things that fall in line with gratitude. So when you have a Thanksgiving Day celebration, you're not just celebrating gratitude. You're celebrating everything that comes with gratitude. You're celebrating all of the qualities of Allah. And in this celebration, you come to be peaceful. It's a reminder of the state that we can be in and the state that we should be in. And I personally think it's a wonderful thing that we do this on a national level. Uh, It's a wonderful thing that the entire country on one day celebrates gratitude and is thankful for what is given. Now, what we as individuals need to do is incorporate that gratitude not just on Thanksgiving, but every day of the year. And that's the difference between a state and a station. If you can do something for a little while, then you go in and out. But if you can do it every day, then it becomes who you are. So we need to take this day of Thanksgiving... And make every day a day of thanksgiving. We don't need a reason to celebrate thanksgiving. We should be celebrating thanksgiving because of our relationship with Allah and our gratitude that we are His creation and that He gives us His grace. And that if we become Close to him, we become like him. He is Rahman and Rahim, and he shares that with us. We have the ability to become Rahman and Rahim. And if we become Shakur, then Rahman and Rahim follow along. All of the qualities follow along. And then we enter hak, reality, as opposed to entering the dunya, the illusory world where things are not real. Yet they seem real. When our desires are overwhelming and they feel that if they're not and we feel that if they're not fulfilled somehow we have been deprived terrible things happen terrible terrible things happen it starts with terrible things happening to us and then it expands by us doing terrible things to everyone around us because we feel terrible things have been done to us and the truth is Terrible things have been done to us, but who opened the door to them? Our own desire, our own feeling of neglect, our own feeling of need. So, Allah has no needs. He is self-contained and has everything, and he is a corticopia of giving. There is no end to what he can supply and what he can give. And it's all available to us. But we need to begin to understand that the true needs for us in this world are not material things. They are the things that soothe our heart and soothe our soul and soothe our being. Allah doesn't have diamond bracelets. Allah doesn't have pearls that he wears around himself. Allah doesn't have ornaments. He is beyond ornamentation. Allah doesn't need cars. Allah doesn't need houses. Now, we, because we are material beings do have certain needs. And these needs are given to people and supplied to them in different ways. When my wife and I were first together, we lived in a basement apartment that had pipes running through it. So that when you walk from one end to the other, you have to do a lot of ducking. But we did not feel deprived. As a matter of fact, we were really happy we had a place. And it's like that. We've gone through lots of different places. But it wasn't about, and it isn't about, the places. It's about who you are in the place. Who you are within your surroundings, and how you handle your surroundings and your attitude to your surroundings. Um, There was a store, we lived in South Jersey, and there was a store called John's Bargain Store. And that's where my wife used to shop because that was the extent of what we could afford But she was happy she could find things at John's Bargain Store. And she would come home and, look what I found! And I used to shop at a place called Adam's Warehouse on the waterfront. And Adam's Warehouse sold suits for $19. And I found beautiful suits for $19. And I did the same thing. I would show my wife. Look what I found for $19. Anyway, we need to be grateful for what we have. We need to be in a place where we are content with what we have. Because if we're not, we can't see Allah's glory. If we're not, the light of the truth becomes hidden from us. And what greater treasure is there in the world than the light of the truth? What greater treasure is there in this world than Allah's qualities? The non-material reality of existence. The light body that exists in those qualities. Hak, reality. Hock truth, hock what there really is, and our and <coughs> <in> our connection <coughs> to what there really is somehow we need to put ourselves in a place of contentment, and we can consciously do this we can look at our situation, and we can look at it either from the negative or from the positive. And we need to be able to view it from the positive. And in this positive, we will create an inclination in ourselves towards the positive and away from the negative. So if we have an inclination towards the positive... When a situation arises that's difficult, we'll be able to see what's positive in us because we have an inclination towards the positive. And if we don't have an inclination for the positive, we should ask ourselves why we don't. And we should begin to understand that why we don't is that we are listening with too much attention to the negative side of existence. We have allowed the whisperer to whisper to us enough that we have taken on his point of view. And if that's happened, we have to drop that. And we should understand that this can be done by ourselves with the grace of Allah. But we have to set the intention. So, One of the things that we do on Thanksgiving is we do a prayer before the meal. And in this prayer, we thank God for the bounty that He's given us, and we ask Him that the intention be set in us to be grateful, that the intention be set in us to be thankful for what it is that we have. Do not take... What you have for granted. Don't believe that we deserve anything. All that we are given is a gift from our Creator. All that we are given is His bounty. Nothing belongs to us in this world. Of course, we have laws now that talk about ownership and the right to possession, and things like that. But, we all know that over the course of time, possession changes. What happens when somebody dies? All of his possessions become somebody else's bounty. But what can't they take away from him? They can't take his good name. They can't take his faith. They can't take his gratitude. They can't take, can't take his mercy. They can't take who he was while he was or she was here. That can't be taken away. And it also can't be given after a person passes. You earn that during your existence and you earn it through your prayers you earn it through your recitations of zikr, and you earn it through your interaction with people. You earn it through your kindness. You earn it through your compassion. You earn it through the mercy that you've given out. All of these qualities that are Allah are nouns and verbs. Allah is Rahman, but when Rahman comes out... It becomes a verb. It's given to others and it comes out in action. And when we act with mercy, when we act with compassion, when we act with gratitude, it has a certain effect on our eternal self. When we act with anger, when we act with jealousy, when we act with resentment, it has a certain effect on our eternal self. We build up a bank within ourselves of all of the deposits that we've made during our life. And the question is, what have we deposited? Have we deposited mercy? Have we deposited anger? Have we deposited compassion? Have we deposited resentment? Do we hate or do we love? Are we egocentric and believe that somehow we're independent in this existence of our creator? Or do we understand that the best that we can do is to be a true reflection of the true light? The moon reflects the light of the sun we can reflect the light of Allah. Are you a mask or are you a mirror? Do you reflect or do you believe that you shimmer? Do you really think the light comes from you? Or do you understand the true nature of the light and where it comes from? And when we understand that, and we understand its holiness and its greatness, we fall to the ground in awe of our Creator, grateful that He has seen to give us life, to give us breath, to give us water, to give us food, to give us shelter, to give us all of these things in creation that we as his creations need to maintain our existence. And then, when we have these feelings, that's when joy comes, and that's when transcendence comes. What is a mystical experience? A mystical experience is feeling connected to Allah. And how do you feel connected to Allah? by being involved in Allah's qualities, by showing compassion, by standing in a soup kitchen and ladling out food to people who need assistance, by doing for others the way Allah does for us and for others, by being involved in the great helping hand. And understanding that that helping hand comes from Allah. That everything comes from Allah. And that we can be involved in the giving that Allah gives. That we can be involved in the joy that Allah gives. That we can celebrate within His grace And his glory, the reality of our existence. If we can do that, then there's no room for anger in our being. There's no room for jealousy in our being. There's no room for resentment because we are full of Allah's love. We are full of Allah's grace and there is no room for anything else. My wife complained to Bawa, our teacher, that our son, who was about two or three at the time, wouldn't eat, and he didn't eat enough. And Bawa looked at her and he said, Don't worry, he's so full of God's love right now, there's no room for any other food. Inshallah, we come to that place We are so full of God's love, there's no room for any other qualities. There's no room for any other way of being. There's no room for straying from his path. When that really happens to us, then we will know that we are in the right place. So, if you're in the middle Of difficulty. Have a mystical experience. (laughs) And how do you have this mystical experience? Focus on Allah. Focus on his love for you. Focus on all the positive things that he's done for you. You know, you can fool your brain. The brain doesn't know the difference between the past, the present, and the future. So if you had this experience ecstatic moment in the past, focus on it. Guess what will happen? It will bring it right into the present. And then you can be where you want to be. It's all in you. We just need to find it. All of us have shared ecstatic moments. Bring those back to us to bring us into that place. And then when we have those ecstatic moments, in this exact moment then we are in reality because in reality there is no past and there is no present there is just now people are constantly worried about the future well you don't know what the future is going to bring so why would you be worried about it Allah has promised you mercy so why won't what's going to happen next be merciful your inclination your intention sets your next mo- mo- moment. And if your inclination is negative, it's going to set your next moment as negative. If your inclination is positive, it's going to set your next moment as positive. So, have a positive inclination. Have a positive intention. The book on Hadith begins with the need to set intention. So, we need to constantly set and reset our intention and be cognizant of the fact that our intention is what leads us. Our intention is what takes us to the next place. So, we have to ask Allah to make our intention appropriate. We have to ask Allah to make our intention positive. We have to ask Allah to make our intention to be with Him, and to know Him, to reside in His qualities, to reside in His grace and in His glory. May that be the path for each of us. May that be the way for each of us. May that be the inclination for each of us. May that truly be our intention. Amin. Amin. Ya Rabbi lalameen. Assalamu alaykum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.